Hey, grown-ups, warmer, sunnier days are calling. Fuel up for them with Factor's no prep, no mess meals. Factor has a menu of chef-crafted meals with options like Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, and Keto. Factor's fresh, never frozen meals are dietitian approved and ready to eat in just two minutes. So, no matter how busy you are, you'll always have time to enjoy nutritious, great tasting meals. With 35 different meals and more than 60 add-ons to choose from every week, you'll always have new flavors to explore. Head to factormeals.com slash tales50. That's T-A-L-E-S 5-0. And use code tales50 to get 50% off your first box, plus 20% off your next month. That's code tales50 at factormeals.com. Dot com slash tales 50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month while your subscription is active. Hey grown-ups, I have something exciting to share with you. There's a brand new kids podcast out now that I think you're going to love. It's called Mysteries About True Histories. This show is perfect if you love adventures, solving riddles, and maybe even some wacky math problems. But I need a little help from some new friends to tell you more. Max and Molly, take it away. From the creators of Who Smarted, Starglow Media comes a brand new podcast called Mysteries About True Histories. Uh, does that sound serious enough? Uh, Max, we only have 30 seconds for this promo. Just tell them how your mysterious aunt recruited us into a secret order of problem solvers who travel time and have epic adventures. I don't have to. You just did. Catch new episodes of Mysteries About True Histories every Thursday on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to podcasts. Hey, Tailblazers. I'm Rebecca Cunningham. And I'm Amia. And this is Girl Tales. A kids' podcast of feminist stories for a new generation. Before we get started, I'd like to wish a happy birthday to Adeline in Winterville. Adeline, I hope you have an awesome birthday. Thank you so much for listening to Girl Tales. Grown Ups, Girl Tales is brought to you by families like yours. If you would like your child to co host an episode with me, Head to patreon.com slash girltales and donate today. Now on to our episode. This is Golden Horn. Enjoy! I'd like to tell you about a friend of mine. Her name is Zala, and she lives here in Freshwater. Zala is 12 and lives with her dad in a small wood cabin. They aren't rich, but they are happy. Zala and her dad have a little greenhouse where they grow food, and a small pond with fish in it, and a cat named Gus, short for asparagus. Zala and her dad both love to read, both like drawing and both like to make up silly songs. They're alike in lots of ways, and they love each other. Zala has a shirt that says, My dad is awesome. And her dad has a shirt that says, My daughter is awesome. One day, while they were harvesting some beets in the greenhouse, Zala's dad told her he'd been offered a new job. Zala's dad was good at lots of things and worked at all different jobs. 
He helped on Farmer McDonald's farm, he chopped wood for the mayor, he did landscaping at Blythe Gable's school, and he painted the window art for all the shops on Main Street. Zala asked what the new job was, and she noticed that her dad hesitated. Well, Zal, that's what her dad called her. Some rich guy from the city wants me to take him hunting in the mountains. Zala did not like hunting one bit, and her dad knew it. He's hunting a ram. That's a big mountain goat with horns. Says there's a legend about a ram with golden horns up near Freshwater Lake. Zala scowled. Her dad looked at her. I know you don't like it, but it's a lot of money. I would like to put some more into your college fund. Zala's scowl faded. Her dad was always thinking of her. She handed him the beets she'd pulled up from their pot. We could use some more pots and seeds for the spring, too. Her dad smiled and nodded. The next day, while her dad was making pancakes for breakfast, there came a loud knock on their door. Zala opened the door and saw a short man in a fancy suit with shiny shoes and a silly-looking hat on his head. He smelled funny and was carrying a cane that had a golden ram on top. Zala had a bad feeling about this man. He peered at her. Well, aren't you going to invite me in? He asked. Zala's dad came over and invited the man in, but Zala was keeping her eye on him. Her dad offered the man in the suit pancakes and coffee, but he refused. The suit man looked around their cabin and sneered at their little home, which annoyed Zala. Her dad asked her to go get some maps of Freshwater Lake and the surrounding mountains. The man sat on a rocking chair and started rocking. Zala brought in the maps. The man was still in the rocking chair, looking at the golden ram on top of his cane and whistling. Zala's dad packed the maps, a compass, a pair of binoculars, and some hunting supplies. He put on hiking boots and a reflective vest. Well then, Anton, let's get going, the man in the suit said. Zala's dad hugged her and told her to hold down the fort. But the man in the suit cleared his throat. <laughs> but Zala is coming with us. Zala's dad turned, looking stern. That wasn't our agreement, he stated. But the man laughed. <laughs> Zala thought his laugh was creepy. Why do you think I hired you? The fee is for the both of you. He told them that he had been tracking the ram with golden horns for years. And according to legend, the golden ram only can be seen by children because they are pure of heart. That meant Zala had to come or the deal was off. Zala really, really hated hunting and did not trust the man in the suit, but she wanted to help her dad. As her dad told the man the deal was off, Zala spoke up. I can do it, Dad. I don't like it, but we need the money. Her dad told her they'd earn it another way, but Zala was already putting on her hiking boots and her backpack. 
The man in the suit laughed his creepy laugh and started out the door toward Freshwater Lake. Zala's dad was grumpy about it, but he knew Zala was stubborn, and so he didn't argue. They set off after the man in the suit. It was a misty morning, but it wasn't that cold, which was nice. The trails to Freshwater Lake were dry and easy to hike. Zala wondered if the man in the suit was regretting wearing fancy shoes to hike, but he didn't seem to be bothered. He walked in front, whistling. Zala was hoping that they didn't find the ram. Hunting trips weren't always successful, and she didn't know if this ram with golden horns even existed. She had never heard of it. If she went along, then maybe the man in the suit would at least pay part of the money. They passed Freshwater Lake and started up the mountains. Here, the trails were rougher, and Zala had to clamber over rocks and scramble up steep hills. The man in a suit was not bothered. He climbed straight up without resting. Zala's dad helped her over the tough parts. The trees changed as they moved higher up. Oaks and maples were replaced by towering pines and bristly fir trees. There was some snow atop the trees and covering the path. They hiked single file along a narrow mountain trail. Suddenly, some rocks tumbled down from above them. Everyone looked up. There was a ram. It was the biggest ram Zala had ever seen, and it was moving fast. The ram was turned away from them. They couldn't see whether it had golden horns, but it easily leapt from one rocky outcrop to the next. The man in the suit looked at Zala and motioned for her to take the lead. Her dad stepped between them. This is enough. Zala's not going any further. The man in the suit frowned, but then surprisingly, he shrugged and waved his hand for Zala's dad to lead the way. Zala's dad turned to her and told her to wait on a big rock, that they'd be back soon. He left her some sandwiches and a thermos of hot chocolate and a long-range walkie-talkie. Zala was relieved to take a break and hoped they wouldn't be able to catch any rams, let alone the one with the golden horns. Zala hung out on the rock, eating a peanut butter and jelly sandwich and drinking hot cocoa. It was good weather, and from her rock, she could see all the way back down the mountain. She could even see across the lake to fresh water and almost could make out her little cabin. Just then, she heard a rustling sound. Zala turned, and there was the ram. He was enormous and had golden horns. They shone in the sun. The ram's eyes were golden, too and he was looking right at Zala. She stood still. The ram didn't seem afraid of her, and she wasn't scared of him. Then, to Zala's immense surprise, the ram spoke. Hello, child, he said clear as day. Uh, Hello, ram, Zala stuttered. Actually, I'm a you. Some sheep have horns, whether they're boys or girls. I just happen to be a girl mountain sheep with horns. My name is Golden Horn. You know, because of the golden horns, the ewe said. Oh, thank you for telling me. Hello, Golden Horn. My name is Zala. 
Sala was not sure exactly how to speak to animals, especially very large mountain ewes with golden horns. Um, how's your day going? Pretty good, but I think some men are hunting me. Do you know anything about that? Goldenhorn narrowed her golden eyes, and Zala scrunched up her face. Um, well, so, this fancy man in a suit hired my dad to help him track you, but I was hoping he wouldn't find you at all, she hastily explained. At that very moment, the man in the suit came sprinting down the path toward them. He had his cane pointed at Goldenhorn. He stopped a few feet away and pressed the top of the cane. A long, sharp blade popped out of the bottom, which he was pointing right at Goldenhorn. The man in the suit said to himself, Just like the legend says, solid gold horns, I'll make a fortune! Goldenhorn and Zala backed away, and Goldenhorn whispered to Zala, There's a purple flower that grows in the cracks in the mountain. Find it and bring it as fast as you can. Zala ran to find the flower. Goldenhorn and the man in the suit circled each other. Zala wondered where her dad was, and if he was okay, and how had the man in the suit known Goldenhorn would be with her. As she came around a boulder, she spotted her dad. He was okay. Dad! she shouted. Zal, are you okay? her dad asked. He told her the man in the suit had been hiking behind him one moment and was gone the next. Zala told him about meeting Goldenhorn and how she was a ewe, not a ram, and she could talk, and that the man must have snuck away from her dad to find Goldenhorn, and now the man was trying to hurt Goldenhorn. Then she remembered the flower. We've got to find a purple flower. She ran to the boulder looking for the flower. Her dad joined her looking alongside of the mountain for any cracks where the purple flower was growing. Her dad called her over. There in a high crack in the rock wall was a tiny purple flower. How could they get it? Zala had an idea. Dad, can you stand here and I'll climb onto your shoulders? Like when you were little? Her dad asked. Exactly. Zala carefully stepped one foot onto her dad's bent knee, then all the way up to his shoulder. Her dad was tall. Zala was really high up. She was standing on her dad's shoulders on the edge of a mountain. When she looked down, she saw the forest floor hundreds of feet below. Whoa, okay, this is high. I think if you get a little closer, I'll be able to reach. Her dad stood along the rock wall, and Zala reached as high as she could. She put her hand into the crack in the rock face. And... Got it! She had the purple flower. They ran back down to where the man and Golden Horn were facing off. Stop! Zala shouted at the man, but he lunged at Golden Horn, hurting Golden Horn. The man in the suit took a step back and started to lose his footing. It looked like he might fall off the mountain. Zala's dad grabbed him by the sleeve just in time, and his cane fell down the mountain, breaking into pieces. Zala ran to Goldenhorn, who was lying on her side. Zala, Goldenhorn said, you got the flower. 
Zala offered the flower to Goldenhorn, who ate it. She closed her eyes. Zala feared the worst. But then, Goldenhorn opened her eyes. Her wound healed. She stood up and shook her head. Her horns glinted in the sun. Goldenhorn looked at the man in the suit, who was clutching Zala's dad. She walked toward him, slowly. Nice, mountain sheep. Nice, sheepy. The man in the suit said, cowering behind Zala's dad. Golden Horn flared her nostrils. Go away and do not return, she warned. The man in the suit scrambled down the mountain as fast as his fancy shoes could carry him. Golden Horn looked at Zala and her dad. Thank you for helping me, Zala. You are pure of heart. I hope we can be friends, and for showing me true friendship, please accept this reward. Goldenhorn went behind a boulder and came back carrying a small bag in her mouth. She put it in Zala's hands. Zala opened it, and inside were gold coins. We were just doing what was right. We don't need a reward her dad told Goldenhorn. Goldenhorn looked at Zala. It is for Zala to decide what to do with it. And with that, Goldenhorn nodded at Zala and her dad and walked up the mountain. Are you wondering what Zala decided to do with the reward? Well, she decided to split the reward in thirds. One third she put into her college savings, One-third she spent on seeds, pots, and fixing up the cabin and greenhouse, and some trips to the movies with her dad. And the final third she donated to the freshwater animal shelter. Zala thought Goldenhorn would approve. When I stopped by Zala's greenhouse to help paint some bulbs for spring flowers, she told me all about her adventure meeting Goldenhorn and the reward and the man in the suit. Speaking of the man in the suit... He was never seen again in freshwater. They say he ran all the way to New York City and caught a boat to somewhere far, far away from the mountain you named Goldenhorn. That was Goldenhorn by Tessa Flannery. Produced by Megan Begala. Performed and executive produced by me, Rebecca Cunningham. And hosted by me, Amia. Girl Tales is a Cordelia Studios production. Don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review wherever you get your podcasts. And grown-ups, you can follow us on Facebook and Instagram. Thank you for listening, and, and remember, remember, I believe, I believe in, in you. you.